0: NCHC.TV Studios, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops, present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue. The best in barbecue, Las Vegas style. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. The tag creative group. Search Grand Rudd at redbubble.com and let us create a unique gift for you or someone special. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack. Classic Italian comfort food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at SpaghettiShack.com. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza. At jetspizza.com, discover all of our signature pizzas. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the NCHC.TV studios presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network here are your hosts scott strandy and paul hornstein
1: all right well welcome in hockey fans to another tuesday night another edition another episode if you will of college hockey west weekly scott strandy with you tonight from beautiful temecula california where the weather's been great and i'm sorry folks i don't mean to rub it in but i know the rest of the country it is nasty nasty cold you can say it's hockey weather but this is a little extreme uh for for most of the country so uh we'll we'll talk about that tonight we've got a little bit more to talk about though because we have hockey to talk about my co-host is always from that big beautiful palatial estate on long island new york digging himself out of a little snow and rain first measurable snow i hear in new york city in a couple of years so uh Give them Paul Hornstein just a couple of minutes to get things together. Well, that and the fact that he's dog-sitting. So uh, he's got to take care of his dogs as well. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Just to give you a little bit of a rundown about what we're doing tonight on the show. Uh, This is our weekly magazine-style show. This is where it all started on Tuesday nights. So tonight, um, we've been looking at the the probability of Arizona State making it into the... uh, ncaa tournament and the difficulty that uh, joins um and speaking of join <laughs> my oh. co-host from the palatial estate dog sitting what in the world where are your workers
0: workers
1: yeah where are the guys that are supposed to be tending to the dogs
0: um <laughs> there's no workers here oh okay just checking there's children there's oh, no just, workers here
1: no there's not even children tonight no not tonight no you're on your own. you are on your own my friend oh my
0: lord welcome course to the they real had to world, go out by the way what welcome to the real world and of course they had to go out <laughs> right at the time <laughs> we were getting ready to do the podcast because <laughs> the dog next door started barking so that made one dog want to run out but they actually really did have to, you know, do what dogs do when they go outside. But, of course, they had to do it right at 940. <laughs> oh yeah, and I God. gave you an extra 10 minutes
1: today. <laughs> oh God. Oh uh, anyway, so I, I opened up the show by saying it's been a beautiful day here in Temecula, California, and I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody out there who's dealing with ridiculous cold weather i know it's hockey season i know it's hockey weather but come on does not have to be this i just saw the forecast as i uh flipped on the tv when i got back in and and they're talking about another reinforcing shot of cold weather uh, i awesome. understand that new york city could have a high of 10 degrees in a few days
0: uh awesome i i, I don't know <laughs> what to tell you i mean uh geez i mean So not a good time to tell
1: you, that. not a good time to say 72 and sunny. Uh, No,
0: no, not even a little bit.
1: Anyway, we got, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Normally the magazine show is a guest. Uh, We didn't get a guest on for multiple reasons tonight, but that's okay because I think we've got a great topic. It's, it's an extension Paul Hornstein of what we've been talking about for a while now. Um, and And we'll get into it in just a second, then we got to talk about the new uh, women's um hockey director director well, of hockey for college you hockey We'll do get the into shorter that.
0: topics first.
1: No, let's get into that let's make people wait. <laughs> I want them to wait and listen to the whole show to hear the things well, to, in the end uh, I mean okay I just well I- we'll we'll stop in time tonight. I got a timer I'll stop us
0: we won't we never yes we will yeah we will okay i don't believe it but you know uh,
1: anyway <laughs> i don't care go ahead give give the topic up who's the new director of women's hockey for college hockey inc making those guys work a little less hard
0: um okay now i i, I have to actually look now
1: let me uh, tell you it's a minnesotan
0: well that's not a shock right i mean geez <laughs> I mean, you guys are just, I, I can't even. <laughs> the Midway State Women's Hockey Program. Cole Minnesota native. I mean, we knew this was happening. Yep. Um, Sadie Lundquist. There you it just go. took me a second to, to find the picture. Absolutely. The director of women's hockey at College Hockey Inc. It's about um, time. It's Mike about Steve time told they finally got no, yep. no, no, Mike Snee told us it was coming. It was just a matter of when.
1: Yeah, he did say after the first of the year, and this is now about, what, 15, after 16 days the year, yeah. after the first of the year. So yeah. good job. Way, way to go, College Hockey Inc., for uh, for getting that done. Partners of ours as well, so we appreciate that. Um, we'll get into more details, I'm sure, uh, as the weeks go on here about her role and what she will be doing. But College Hockey Inc., the resource, if you were going to play NCAA hockey, or if you're going to start an NCAA hockey program, uh, all of the things that Paul Hornstein just loves.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Also, uh, our friend Rick Zombo at Lindenwood got a couple of signings today.
0: Yeah, I got a couple or of this week. week. A couple of signings this week. Good for them. They have um, an
1: off week, so he's got a little time. He told me he was doing the St. Louis Blues fantasy camp this week, nice. along with uh, getting some practice in with the guys and uh, hosting a couple of recruits. And apparently, the hosting job did pretty well because I think he signed them both.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure he signed. Uh, yeah, he signed a couple of them. Um, you know, as 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 and and apparently they're uh, both from the neighborhood, so to speak.
1: <laughs> but the neighborhood now you get what but, neighborhood
0: well uh, you know it's always um the uh I mean uh, I guess we're allowed to even if he's not, we're allowed to uh
1: hey, if they sign the letter, everybody's allowed to,
0: yeah, i just don't we don't I don't know if um if they have
1: signed. no we're not we're not gonna hurt, but I saw one of them sign the letter the other day yesterday, I think.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that was one of the Minnesota guys that he had in.
1: Well, anyway. Um,
0: Maybe it was. I don't know. Do Minnesotans go play in uh, the uh, AJHL?
1: They can. Yeah, they certainly I can. i they
0: couldn't. Do they
1: normally do? Not normal. No, not normal. But they do oh. and have. So, would, wouldn't be uh, – especially, I think, now with the way the competition level has gotten after COVID – I think uh, right. more players have just looked for places to play and continue to improve their game to get NCAA scholarships. So it doesn't really matter where they go uh, as long as they get an opportunity to play. But um, Where's you know, Andover? Uh, by the Twin Cities, just north of Minneapolis-St. Paul.
0: Okay, well, apparently uh, one of their players is one of the two guys that signed with... Uh,
1: I-, I believe that's also the home of one Hunter Miska.
0: Okay. Oh, no, could listen. You You know... You know the neighborhood's better than I do. I'm just,
1: you know. Yeah, exactly. Don't ask me the neighborhoods of Temecula, California, looks because I have no idea on them yet. Uh- <laughs> so,
0: And I think, um, you know, and I and I guess those are, uh, you know, as he said, he's got some recruits coming in. So, I mean, maybe those were them. I mean, I don't know. I assume they were.
1: I didn't, didn't give any names, but I didn't push them either. So,
0: well, I don't um, know. So again,
1: the Last thing he said to me was a typical Rick Zombo. Uh, I got to go. I got to get on the bus.
0: <laughs> well, of course, I was wondering is he bringing his new skates or not? I don't know.
1: No, no, I'm certain no. that they didn't make an appearance and
0: won't you make sure? an appearance. Yeah. Ah, well, come on, Rick, what I'm are you
1: pretty doing? sure. I'm pretty sure. Probably a wood stick in his hand as well.
0: Oh, as he should. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't care. You can tell me a thousand times how these. Uh, graphite or whatever the heck they're made out of sticks composite whatever that they're, they're so awesome except wooden sticks didn't break like this <laughs> they just didn't <laughs> uh,
1: i i don't think it's the breakage point that people are concerned with they're looking for the performance of it and if these didn't perform better they wouldn't be using them
0: well yeah okay i i, I...
1: I'm talking overall. I'm not, not, not going to argue with you that they may break more frequently. Here we go again, off on another tangent. But uh, they get to be expensive. Well, they get to be expensive, yeah. But uh, nobody really cares about that, apparently, because have you seen not, not, not only the way they go through them, but the way they hand them out to people in the crowd. I mean, I hope these people that get them from players in the crowd understand what they're getting, because that's a piece of gold, essentially.
0: Yeah, I. I... You know, I, I mean, just. Uh,
1: I <laughs> okay, don't, I don't. since I rendered you speechless. <laughs> All right. Let's I mean, go where do where to where we need go to go.
0: So here we go. Want
1: to go next? Here's where I wanted to go from the start is that we've been talking about the pairwise and my favorite right. thing, the computer for the pairwise. Yes. And how much uh, I am not a fan and how last night I got into it saying it's archaic which I believe it is. It's outdated. Um, you brought it up to me today. You said, Hey, you know what? Um, it, this, there weren't any independents back then when they were challenging teams to get, you know, well, there I know. Well, guess what? Now there are, and there's a now lot there of. Are. and you need to, uh, evolve and change with the times. And I'm talking to you, NCAA, I'm talking to you coaches that are stuck in your ways. Um, And you saw an article today and I'll give him full credit. Brad Schlossman does a great job, uh, has done a great job for a long time and put out a really good article today about the regionals. And I don't want to go down this road too deep because the regionals could take us two hours, uh, but basic, basically tell me if I got this wrong or right, Paul, basically what Brad said was it's time to move on from regional neutral sites. Correct and go to on-campus regional tournaments. And I know you've got your idea of how to do it. Brad gave some out on how to do it. But more importantly, he talked to a lot of people, it sounded like, some that were willing to go online or uh, on record record. with him and and give statements, including David Carl, who really, if you know David at all, you know um, his interest in winning championships at Denver but also promoting the game of hockey. And one thing, and you you read to me the things, and you know we didn't have to go over all that stuff because we got other stuff to do, but one of the things that he said uh, that you, and I'm just going to paraphrase from what you told me, um, was that he's going to be around this game or he hopes to be around this game for a long time as a coach. Yeah. And he wants to see this game continue to grow and be better and bigger. Correct. Um, right none of this, none of this blue blood dominant stuff that, you know, you can't join our country club. Uh, he wants everybody to get an opportunity, whether it's a player, a coach, a school, uh, whatever. And, um, that coming from, uh, the guy that's got, yeah, what nine national championships that he coaches for right now.
0: Um, well, well, no, his school has won nine national championships. Yeah. That's what I said. The team that he coaches. Uh, for, and, 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 you know, as he said in, in that story, um, I the the way it's worked out for DU is it's been fine for us. I, you know, I have you know we've we've won. It doesn't matter. You know, the system does. It 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 hasn't hurt us. It's you know we've benefited from it. We've want to come to national championships. Yep, and he is a hundred. He, he's a hundred percent correct. Uh, and that's the way
1: right. he is about playing teams during the regular season too. He'll go anywhere. Right. He'll do anything. He'll do anything he uh, can to uh, not only promote the game. They went to Alaska this year. Yeah. When's the last time a top team like Denver made that trip up there? Well, and kudos I I, I, to the I, other teams I, that, that I did. And, you know, talk to Robert Morris and Derek Schooley about their trip. They had a great time, even though they got the most snow that they've ever seen up there. Uh, <laughs> They still had a great time. So it's not only about the cultural experience, it's about playing the games and the competition and all that. We can go on and on and on forever on that. But anyway, uh, Brad put out a great column. I hope it it sticks in a way that people start to look at it and go, yeah, we got to start making some changes here. Because if we want this game that we love to grow and be better and stronger, we need to figure out a way to... uh, to get everybody included, give everybody the opportunity to at least compete for a national championship. And I know, here come the purists. Everybody can compete. Just just be uh, you know, one of the top teams in the pairwise. BS. BS. You know where I'm going. Um, there's a team right now not that's me. got more wins than everybody except one in college hockey, and they are currently not in the NCAA tournament. Based on the pairwise rankings, um, and I hope well, to see that team this weekend. By the
0: way, well, I hope so too. Uh, here's here's the thing, right? And and this is also quoting from other writers, including those at, uh, you know, uh, Paula Weston, who does some stuff for USCHO. Right? She says uh, she roots for ASU because they think it will grow. You know college hockey and she's even like you know the lack of you know she, in, in this story she talks about asu this year alaska last year uh that a quote doesn't compute to her
1: doesn't compute to me that, either you
0: know, that's why i drop um, the gloves now, every week with the the computer i i get it uh i i, I understand it um you know unfortunately asu you know did not have success this past weekend and put themselves in this spot but as the as the the column says, and again, you know, I don't know the math, but if aSU wins its last twelve games and finishes at twenty eight five and five, they still would only have a seventy five percent chance of getting into the tournament, and that's if they win twelve in a row. Okay, that's you led me right. it would be the it would be the it would be the most wins ever and not make the tournament. You led me
1: right into this, and the most wins ever you're talking about for Arizona State.
0: No 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 a team to not make the NCAA. Team. Oh. Any team. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um <laughs> yeah. It, that is very factual.
1: Um as we look at um what lies ahead for Arizona state. This is where I wanted to go down this road. And uh, I, I amply named it a target on your back because this is not the same kind of target uh, that we have normally talked about with a national championship team. uh i.e. Denver um, from the past or, or other teams that have won a national championship Quinnipiac this last year. The, those are not, um, what I'm talking about. This is a different kind of target. Let me first. Oh, and by uh, the way,
0: and by the way, um, this is, I, I don't know if this particular person, I doubt it. One of the commenters on that, on, on, on that story. Uh, heightened awareness of the sport is what we all want. And this person says, who, who wants that? If it's the casual fan you're after at the expense of the loyal fan, I mean, that's just stupid. <laughs> wow. And it's just. And then, you know, of course, that person shows their true colors. Maybe you'd be better off covering women's hockey. I mean, that person just shows true colors right there. I mean, it's just stupid. Just yep. stupid. Yep. You really
1: uh, have yes. no clue. You have AHU no clue. Does
0: have a target on their back. I'm sorry, okay. Get back to your point.
1: Yeah. So let me read you the teams that. Arizona face, Arizona State is going to face over the next uh, eight weeks, whatever it is. Uh, this weekend, it's Augustana coming to Mullet. Then it'll be Lindenwood after a week off coming to Mullet. Then it'll be Fairbanks coming to Mullet. Then it'll be a trip to Fairbanks. Then it'll be Long Island coming to Mullet. Then it'll end the season, the regular season at Anchorage. Okay, what do these all have in common? Uh, all except Augustan anyway. They're they're independent teams, right? And mm-hmm. when I say having to compete with a target on your back, you can't tell me, and we talked about this off air, so I know you know all about this, but uh, for our audience, you can't tell me that um, Coach Rabs, I think I'm allowed to call him that. He told me that. Anyway, uh, Coach Rabs, from Augustana bringing the Vikings to mullet this arena this weekend. Um, he's going to want to win at least one. I think he'd like to win two, but I'm certain he wants one. So he's going to give, his guys are going to give Arizona State everything they want plus some. Maybe their best effort of the season. Maybe. Um, Maybe Two weeks later, Rick Zambas bringing his Lindenwood Lions back to mullet. They played there last year. You don't think that those guys are looking to provide their very best and maybe a little extra to try to get a win against ASU who we talked about has kind of been the benchmark for independent teams. I know Fairbanks last year had it, but, um, but for the most part, since Arizona state came in, they've kind of been the benchmark of who to chase, how to get to, how to follow in some cases. So, so Lindenwood comes to town. Then the week after that, Fairbanks comes to town. You don't think Fairbanks, who's got four games in a row with uh, Arizona State, uh, pretty much, I mean, a uh, weekend and then a weekend off or two weekends off and then yeah,
0: yeah.
1: one up there in Fairbanks. You know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, you don't think Fairbanks wants to win and, and push uh, Arizona State like they did last year? How about Brett Riley in Long Island? They're coming back out here. They played about the same weekend last year, and um, they nearly got a victory at Arizona State. You don't think that they want to show that they're making strides in their program? And then how about finishing? Let's just say that Arizona State has won everything up to this point and they're going to Anchorage. You don't think Matt Shazby and the uh, Alaska Anchorage Seawolves Want to do some damage on the very last weekend of the regular season?
0: Oh. Well, of course they do. Okay, and listen, I, I, and and hey, we're, and it's not the same as straight wins, but ASU did go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They did go ten games without a loss before this weekend. now okay. but there were some and, ties in there. And I answered that question to you when you posed
1: it to me today off the air i said you know it's one thing to get off to a hot start when everybody's healthy fresh um, ready to roll so to speak and maybe teams that you're playing haven't completely come together yet maybe they've got a lot of freshmen who knows but it's a lot easier in my opinion to go on a roll earlier in the year than it is the second half of the year, certainly the end of the year, because what happens is guys get hurt. Arizona State dealing with it right now with some top key players injured. Not that other people aren't, not that that's an excuse. I'm just saying it's hard to manufacture multiple wins night in and night out if your roster gets depleted, so to speak.
0: Well, I get that, and there's supposed, theoretically, at least according to what was said you're supposed to be getting a couple of those guys back
1: well that's a good thing so, but but again you're talking about you've already played 20 plus games and you now you now, yes, you've played you now games. yeah now you need to really grit it out so to speak down the stretch now the plus I guess is that you're playing at home for a majority of these games but your two road trips Paul are at the Fair no to Fairbanks, Alaska trips. and Anchorage, Alaska. That's who you're gonna play on the road. Now, there's teams that don't even go to Alaska because they don't want that travel and they don't yeah, want to I can give, I can
0: I can give you eight of them. Yeah, I bet you can. <laughs> or seven of them, excuse me. <laughs> anyway,
1: that they won't make that trip and and Arizona State in the midst of a push towards a national championship or a national championship field. tournament uh, bid, Yeah. National tournament bid. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, they're in the midst of it. And they're going to make two trips late February and uh, early March to, to Fairbanks and Anchorage respectively. Well, they're in the middle of a push, a big push. As you just said, that they have a 75% probability. It says, or people have said that, if they win out, they win all twelve games.
0: See, here's here's the here's the, the issue uh, with that. Here's the problem. Hard. Well, not only is that hard, but that also means you're beating a team four games in a row. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's what makes that even if if those games were split up and there was somebody else in between, it'd be a, a bit different, but you literally have to beat a team four times in a row. Yeah. It's like sweeping a playoff series. And, you know, basically, this is a, every weekend is a playoff weekend. The NCAA tournament for ASU starts, is started last weekend, to be honest. It did.
1: Now, in all fairness, um, ASU didn't lay an egg last weekend. They played very well. They lost in overtime to a really good Cornell team, and they lost four to one with an empty net goal on the second night. To a really good Cornell team, so this is a team that's not just rolling over and getting whooped. They're they're very no. much competitive and in, in the battle. The point of this discussion and the point I wanted to bring it up tonight was, it's a different kind of target, but it's a target.
0: Yeah, I don't it think really there's is. any question. I don't think there's any question about it. Um, I, I it would be, you know, each weekend. Let's just. You know that down is going to go there this weekend. Be like, we want to be the team that knocks that 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 knocks them out for good. And if ASU wins those two games this weekend, then you know, Lindenwood's going to go in there in two weeks and be like, hey, we want to be the team that knocks them out for good, because they are the big dog, and this is their last year as an independent. And you know. They are the, the the big dog, so to speak, of those five or six teams. Yep, you are a hundred percent correct. Okay. So, and, and we know, and you know, and I, it's not hard to see, ASU winning those four games. No, it's not. No, um, but you know even if that happens, if that happens, those four games with Fairbanks are going to be absolute wars. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. Okay. So, um, so, so
1: let's just play this little hypothetical game. Let's say you sweep Augustana. If you're Arizona state, let's say you sweep Lindenwood. Right. Let's say you sweep Fairbanks at home. Right. Let's say you sweep, Fairbanks in Fairbanks. Right. You have two more weekends left, Paul. Yeah, I know. You're going to come back from Fairbanks and you're going to line up against the Long Island team that's going to be waiting for you, just like everybody else has been at this point. So you're talking about what you're talking about having to run the table against this kind of. And I'm not saying that they can't or that they won't. I know. I'm just saying. Um, people have to look at it now. Here's and, the whole and by point the way, they'll is.
0: they'll be playing a an LIU team that'll be coming out to, going out to Tempe from a home series, so they're not going and playing uh, a lot games <laughs> before they. Now listen, LIU is going to be tired by that. If you look at it, um, their month of February's got they open up, they play two games. Uh, at Stonehill from February. Uh, that's after uh, playing uh, Fairbanks at the end of Febu- at the end of January. Then they have the big trip to Anchorage and Fairbanks. So they're going to yep. be on the road uh, a bunch in February. And I'm sure that that trip to Alaska probably corresponds with some sort of break or something yeah um well anyway the the
1: the point that i wanted to play this little exercise was you're talking about a a pairwise system that's not favorable to a bunch of things yeah it's not favorable to independence but it's also not favorable to home wins david carl said it in the the article he said you get punished for wins at home and you get uh, credited for big wins on the road. Um, so here's the deal. If people are looking at Arizona State right now, and again, I'm going to bring this up and I'll keep bringing it up till somebody passes them. There's only one team that's got more wins in all of college hockey right now. That's the Wisconsin Badgers. The only other team with more than 15 wins is Arizona State. So you're telling me that they shouldn't be higher in the pairwise and look what they're facing and now you're telling me that let's just say they go 11 and one yeah depending on who that loss comes to and i don't know if it matters but if they go 11 and one and they get a 27 win season that they're not going to get into the tournament you're telling me that they're not worthy of getting into the tournament and when i say you i'm saying the pairwise the computers the way this is set up
0: right and you're punishing them six and five
1: and you're punishing them for playing a bunch of home games that they've earned the right to play. Yeah. they played on the road for years, four or five years, to, to get the right to play these home games. Yeah. You're going to punish them for that. Then you're going to punish them for volunteering, basically, to go to Fairbanks and Anchorage two separate times. They're not going up there to stay, Paul. They're not going to stay there for a week and get accustomed to it. Nope. They're going up the end of February, and they're going up again the first part of March. Uh, oh they're going to make the trip twice. No, I, so, I, here's, here's the thing. This is why I am so irritated, and it doesn't have anything to do with Arizona State. It could be any independent team that's posted this mark. But you can't tell me that you're going to hold it against them if they can't run the table, or even if they do run the table, as we've talked about, they might still get in, not get in because of the way the pairwise works and also by the teams that are behind them. And I'm gonna use two of them like I told you off air. Colorado College and Omaha can make some huge steps. If they get some sweeps in their conference, they will they will climb. They will climb much faster than Arizona State could. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: but run it all.
1: Running the table, so I mean this system is a mess. No, and I,
0: again, I don't you it,
1: know. Fairbanks was the team last year. Arizona right. State this year. Right. Who's next year? Right. Lindenwood, Long I Island. Know. I don't know. Uh, Could it be one of the? It's going to be one of them because you well, know that one of these independent teams are going to continue to play good hockey.
0: Well, I mean, again. So when do we fix it, hockey people? Uh, sh- I, I'm I'm with you. I, I mean. There's so much to fix here. And, 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 and I know and people are going to come to me, man, could you guys shut up about this already? I, I Clearly, it's becoming an issue. Because uh, while we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks, others have started to talk about it. I don't want to say we're on the front edge and the cutting edge, but, you know, it's not like, you know, these aren't things we haven't said. Um, but all of a sudden now in the last three or four days, you're starting to see, uh, voices that are, you know, much more recognized than ours start to say, Hey, you know, wait a second. Maybe we need to rethink some things here. Even if they're not talking about all the exact same things that we are, at least it's coming out that. We're going to get stale and not grow if we don't do
1: something. Exactly. That's that's what I was just going to say. There's a common denominator in all of the conversations now, and that common denominator is the good of the game, the good of the sport, the growth of college hockey. How do we make it better? That's why they want uh, or people are advocating for home ice um, campus um, regionals uh, because they want to see the growth. They want to see um, the excitement. They want to see all of those things that is college hockey, and this I believe is a big part of it. And until somebody grabs the bull by the horns, so to speak, and runs with this, there's going to be there's going to be more and more problems. And by that I mean, um, well, and I told you this off air also. Uh, what what incentive does uh, the money that was raised to bring back, um. Uh, Alabama banks, Huntsville no world. Alabama Huntsville what incentive do they have to come back cuz they've already said hey we're not coming back with this program unless we're in a conference so they, what incentive do they have to hang around how long will they hang around do they uh, i don't know I, 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 honestly
0: years? honestly i don't i don't think the I, I think that's done unless but all dude. of a sudden you get a a sprouting of a bunch of teams from that neck of the woods. I, I, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Who are you
1: talking to, by the way, John Camp? <laughs> um, you said that John's I did the, not. John's on the show bar. I'll ask him. I'll say, hey, but, you have to listen to Paul Hornstein throw a rope to you?
0: But it would also take more than just one team. Though. Yeah. But what I'm saying, the point um,
1: that I'm making is, is that Huntsville was a legitimate hockey team in the NCAA division one ranks for a few years. They're not just a startup program, but they went away during the pandemic. And now there's a line um, in the proverbial sand that says, you have to do this if you wanna come back. And it's not about a building. It's not about money. They've done all those things. It's about having an opportunity to play for a national championship
0: and- yeah, and to get home games and not have to be on the road every week, right? Right. You know uh, that all
1: that all goes with it. So what I'm saying is, who's to say if that if that happened to Huntsville, if that couldn't happen to Fairbanks, or couldn't happen to Anchorage, or Long Island, or Lendingwood? You know. So when when are the powers that be going to get a, an idea? that they have to fix this. And and as Brad Schlossman, again, I'll refer back to his article with the, the regional stuff, it, it's not that hard of a fix. Neither is this. I threw out a, an example I think is very workable that you just open up one automatic bid for the winner of an independent cup tournament. You bring them all together. It only takes three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And you can crown a champion and that independent champion gets a bid in the tournament. Who's to say they're not as worthy as the winner of the Big Ten, the winner of the NCHC, the winner of Atlantic Hockey? Why are they not worthy of a spot just because they're a group of independents, not a group of uh, in a conference? Why are they not as worthy to get one spot in the tournament?
0: Right? Do we do we do we want to take a break here? An answer, because the answer might take a while.
1: Yeah, good idea. Let's take a break. Let's come back and let's uh, see if we can put an answer to this proverbial question. We'll be right back. <laughs> time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv.
0: At Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score on the lacrosse Pencil. 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 Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college oh, hockey. Gracious, Visit collegehockeyink.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Aurora Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Coming to you from the NCHC.TV studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly.
1: Indeed it is College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight in beautiful Temecula, California. My co-host is always from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, Paul Hornstein. Okay, Paul, we posed the question. Time to answer it. How long would it take Uh, you? About 30 seconds to get (laughs) done?
0: Should they do that? Yes. And nobody could say I'm just saying that because of ASU. ASU's going to be in the league next year. Should they do that? Yes. Will they do it? Um, I guess you could sit there and say, you know, as long as there are X number of independent teams, we will do that. If the number drops, then it might not be the same thing. You know, but will they? Not a chance. Not a chance. Who are you? Nick, at, are not- Nick
1: let's go where you. Were you going to say absolutely not?
0: To the regionals? <laughs> um, well, we we'll get to that in a minute. Um, these leagues are not going to give up a bid to these teams that are not in conferences under the current setup. Again, Why? Because they're not going to cost one of their teams a shot at the tournament.
1: So they don't care about the good of hockey. They only care about themselves, self-preservation, as I like to say. Well, let's put it this way. Because what you're telling me is... Actions speak louder than words, right? Yeah. What you're telling me is that they don't believe Lindenwood should have a chance. They don't believe Alaska Fairbanks should have a chance. They don't believe Anchorage should have a chance. They don't believe Long Island should have a chance. What I'm
0: telling you is that under the current setup, they're not giving up a bid. Even if they don't know which league it would be going to. Yeah, and
1: that that's and, short-sighted, self-preservation, all of the things you want to say, that's what that is.
0: Right, and like I said last night, you know, you know, the only way you would even get them to consider that is if you expanded the tournament. And I, I agree
1: with you and I disagree at the same same point because they're they're gonna be greedy, clearly they are, and they're gonna say, Well, wow, we needed this. We needed four more teams. We didn't need three, we need four.
0: Well, that's I mean, how that's how people could. look at it. You could, but I'll say this, regardless of whether or not um I will also tell you there's a scenario that very well could happen or is on the edge of happening that might make them scream for that expansion anyway.
1: What would that be, Paul Hornstein?
0: Well, because based on the current setup right now, um, assuming no upsets in conference tournaments, if all of a sudden... One of those M schools was left out, especially, okay. especially, unless, especially unless
1: you're listening to us all the time, you don't know who an M school is. So, clarify yourself.
0: Um, uh, I don't know which which one is the big M and which one is the little M.
1: Who are you talking about with the uh, what? What Eddie in Christian the, tells in the us? Big Ten with Eddie Christian?
0: Well, probably, yeah.
1: Okay, he says the big M is
0: Michigan. Is it? Okay, well... That's then, he says. Okay, that's cool. That's fine. Minnesota's a little M. That's cool. Um, but that big M school would be left out under the current conditions because they, at 15, would get have to give way to the A, the Atlantic winner, and because there's no team from the CCHA in the top 14 at the moment, there's also their AQ. And good Lord, if St. Thomas wins that, that conference tournament and, 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 and Michigan gets left out, you don't think that they'll be screaming from the rafters to expand the tournament? (laughs) Well, let me tell you. Especially a Michigan team that has all of that quote-unquote star power on it. (laughs) I know what you're saying, and I'll tell you right now
1: that the closest CCHA school that I can find in the pairwise is at number 28 with Minnesota State.
0: Right. And if they That's don't a win, long
1: ways to go, my friend. From twenty eight to, to top fourteen, that's a long way to climb.
0: I, I get that. And well, again, and, and don't our have Rico. They don't have Rico
1: to. at Saint Thomas, he's at thirty three,
0: Paul. I, I get that, but those they, they don't ha- they wouldn't have to win. Right, I'm just saying like if they didn't.
1: And well, you you brought who, up a would, good point. Whoever about, it is, whether it's but you brought up a good point. You said, what if they don't have a team that's over five hundred? What if the best record they
0: have is five hundred? I I don't know. again I I, I don't have to sl- you know, I'd love to get somebody on to talk about this. But imagine a Michigan team with 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 the insane number of um uh, of you know, top picks and and top players and NHL draft picks and 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 the quote unquote star power that the school has, the name brand recognition. If you if you don't th- if you think that there's not that they would not be screaming bloody murder.
1: Well, and and I think they'll have some some guys with them that would be supporting them if it ended up the way you're suggesting because let me give you 15 through uh let's just say 22. um michigan currently 15 in the pairwise cornell 16 in the pairwise arizona state 17 in the pairwise colorado college 18 in the pairwise omaha 19 in the pairwise here's a couple of interesting ones penn state 20 in the pairwise notre dame 21 in the pairwise oh how about those guys at northeastern 22 in the pairwise and rit 23 in the pairwise all of those teams currently would be out you don't think that that michigan would have some support uh in backing them with from cornell from arizona State, from colorado college Omaha, penn state notre dame northeastern and rit yeah they'd have some help they'd have some support for well, wanting to I, expand I, it i would I believe
0: I, I get that, and, you know, we've said that they should uh, uh, on these podcasts on a regular basis. Okay? Um, we know that we've had some coaches on, coaches we respect and, and admire very deeply. In Frank's territory and Derek Schooley, and said, no, 16 is the right number. Okay. I, I, I don't agree. But I'm not going to sit here and say, that uh, i shouldn't at least defer to uh, to their thoughts uh, again i don't agree with them but i can't say that they're not uh, well versed in the situation
1: well and and i'll look at this you know just from the standpoint of Um, the Big Ten, I don't see the Big Ten getting more than three, maybe four teams. I I don't know, I didn't think they're gonna get three at the most because I think Wisconsin, no matter what happens, is gonna be Wisconsin
0: and Michigan State are in, yeah. And then it becomes you would think that the other maroon and gold team would probably be in. Well,
1: can you though? Because I don't know their schedule without putting it up in front of me, but. I believe they have to play Michigan state twice and Wisconsin twice. So that's four more games. If both of those teams continue to play the way they are, that's not automatic wins for Minnesota.
0: I'm not saying it's automatic wins either. I mean, we'll take a look. Well, I mean,
1: we're talking about the, we were talking about the run that Arizona state would have to go on. What about the run that Minnesota would have to go on? Oh, They'd have to yes. knock off Michigan State and Wisconsin.
0: Well, here they – in back-to-back weeks, by the way, on the road. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, Good luck. Last week of January at Michigan State, the uh, first week of February at Wisconsin. Okay. Let, let's play the hypothetical because I love this game. Let's mm-hmm. say
1: Minnesota does the unthinkable, and they sweep both those series.
0: Oh, they're in. Uh, Michigan State, how far do they fall? Not that far. They don't go out? No, no they're not out, no. How I, about I mean, Wisconsin? There are do three, they go out? But they're at three and five right now. It would take an, an unbelievable collapse, I think, for them to drop out. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying.
1: So Minnesota would probably get in. They would probably climb high enough to
0: get in. Well, if they did that, they'd be in. Yeah, so...
1: Okay. And, and by what, the way, what's so, what's harder, Paul? Twelve straight wins for Arizona State or Minnesota to sweep at Michigan at Michigan State and at Wisconsin? What's harder? Oh, I
0: would I would say that Mich- the other maroon and gold team sweeping those four games. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I and, would too. And, and by okay, the way, what
1: about Michigan? Do you have their schedule in front of them? As, as long uh, as we're playing this hypothetical, you no, look it up catch. while I continue to talk.
0: Well, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, their schedule is is uh, home and home with Michigan State, home for Wisconsin, another home and home with Michigan State. And, they, and the two M schools meet at the end of the season for the last week of the season. So.
1: <laughs> okay, so you just made my point for me. Thank you very much. Um, when teams play against each other, guess what? It's either a tie or somebody wins and somebody loses. You know, I get that. So, if you got to play each other, how are you all going to gain? Not I mean, everybody's going to gain in
0: no, this. No, no, this is—it's it, not. But again, you know, we have to—we have to play it week to week here. Um, so let me again, play. I think I think I just I'm just saying I think if one of those teams got left out, <laughs> I do too. You know, I do one of those do, quote unquote. What if they blood, both got beams. left out, Paul?
1: What? What if they both got left out? Oh, forget about it. Because you know who's chomping at the bit to climb up here. St. Cloud is right behind Minnesota. We, right uh, behind. Some of us
0: would be doing a happy dance.
1: <laughs> what if Arizona State does the unthinkable and run, runs the table, goes 12 0. They were going to move up. What if Cornell? continues to do what they're doing. They're going to move up. Um, what if UMass continues to do what they're doing? Well, somebody tool. has to lose somewhere. But but what I'm saying is a lot of these teams are not playing each other like like the Big Ten will be. Yeah, I know. I so, so if there's Splitsville, that means nobody's gaming a lot.
0: We'll, we'll see.
1: I mean, and, and if that happens, what if Colorado College Tigers continue to roar? What about Omaha? What if they continue on a roll? See what I'm saying? Your top twenty teams right now, or basically the top nineteen teams, are all um, in a battle for the most part for positioning, like like it should be all the time. But I think this year the Big Ten has a problem because they've got Penn State, barely over 500, Notre Dame at 500, Ohio State at 500. So those three teams are um, at 500, and they're just good enough to pull an upset, but probably not good enough to climb the ladder. Is that fair?
0: Uh, yeah, I would say that that's fair. So
1: if you're Minnesota or Michigan, you not only have to be wary of uh, Wisconsin and Michigan State, but you also got to take care of business about the teams behind you. You have Penn State, you have Notre Dame, and you have Ohio State that are all waiting uh,
0: to challenge you,
1: a lot like we talked about the target on the back of the Arizona State.
0: Well, listen, I, I know. I, I'm good. I hope so.
1: There's no cushion is what I'm saying and well, for, right
0: now. There's not for Michigan. That's for sure.
1: There's not even for Minnesota unless they well, run they the, table the conference
0: those, term, but they have the conference teams. tournaments.
1: Yeah, I, I know they have them, but let's be honest here. You think one of the teams in the big 10 Michigan state or Wisconsin is going to falter. I, I mean, that's highly unlikely in my, in my book.
0: No, I mean, highly I think, unlikely. I, I, you know, I, I, I think uh, if you made me pick, I would say Michigan State will win the, the, the conference tournament. But, you know, that's just me.
1: If you made me pick, uh, I'd say Wisconsin.
0: Okay. Right, well, I know you... This I said
1: at the fun. beginning of the year, Wisconsin is going to win the national tournament. So,
0: I told you how good they were going to be. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um. <laughs> by the way, just to throw this out there, because uh, I know we're we are actually, at this point, up against it. All right, just... Oh, we started 10 minutes
1: late. So we got two minutes Um, to get the the break up. I I know.
0: Okay. I'm watching the clock here. All right. Um, Just, I mean, if you went with Mr. Schlossman's idea, and again, in his story, he talks about how the only NCAA championship that's not done on home fields and home courts and home ice is the men's basketball championship. Everything else, and including next year, football at the at the top level will have home playoff games. So they can't say it can't be done. And the story also quotes a former person on their committee who did his own research and said that the NCAA is leaving as much as two million dollars on the table, which makes zero sense. Yep, absolutely zero sense.
1: Wait, hold on a minute. Are you telling me that the NCAA is not taking the most money possible?
0: Um, apparently not. Okay, just check. They don't want know, to do it without NIL. You know, and it also <laughs> says that, you know, the men's uh, hockey tournament makes money. And that's even with the crappy regional system. Yep. Okay. So and a lot here. of
1: that, a lot of that comes from the frozen four, my friend, because sure, who doesn't yeah. want to go to Vegas, Everybody wants Florida. To to
0: <laughs> well, maybe not this year where they end up in that place, but well, they're
1: going to end up there. It'll be sold out.
0: Mm, whatever. Um, but you might not get in, but. Well, Everybody no, there, nobody. Nope. Anybody who's smart wouldn't let me in. <laughs> um, but again, here, right? Um, uh, the the the, um, the only thing I took from that story that I disagree with what was said in the story is the way they would play out a sixteen team tournament.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that's probably debatable. I think Brad probably just threw out uh what would be the most logical, at least to start with. Well,
0: you know, if you really want to give and do home ice, then do it right.
1: <laughs> I love it. Okay. Oh.
0: And man. and this and now the way he had it set up, you'd have this would be, you know, the the first run, you know, the B U would host um, I guess based on the standings, uh, Lake Superior State in the first round, because they're the highest team with a uh, uh, a winning record that's eligible for the postseason in that conference. Bemidji State's ahead of them by a point, but Bemidji State's also under five hundred. So, and, and the second, another the other round the. the d would, c would, would, would be playing uh, Sacred Heart. And you'd have Michigan State and UMass, Quinnipiac and St. Cloud, Wisconsin and that other Maroon and Gold team, Maine and New Hampshire. Uh, Eddie Christian Sioux would be playing Western Michigan. And you'd have Denver and Providence. If you did it that way, if you did it the right <laughs> way, okay, the conference winners would be automatically seated one through six based on the pairwise. So in this who case, gets the other two bids, who gets the other two? The two large, the two highest at-large teams. Okay. So an in this case, an independent could it be an independent? It could be. Would it be likely to
1: be? Or who knows? but no, the pairwise has the, the, right. I understand that, but, we're,
0: but that's, again, that's another change in the system. That would take some, that would take, this is easy to do after the regionals are that are set or done. What,
1: whatever gave you the idea that the NCAA
0: would like to choose the easy path? I don't know. We can, we can dream, right? Okay. It's like we play, we play fantasy football. Why can't we dream about this? Right? Okay. So, BU, Raymond. Michigan State. BU, Michigan State. Three would be Quinnipiac. Uh, four would be North Dakota. Uh, actually, I shouldn't even look at the paralyzers. I should look straight at the standings. Although, right? Um, you, you're assuming that the, based on the standings, the, BU, St. Cloud State, Quinnipiac. All right, uh, St. Cloud, um, Michigan State, Sacred Heart, and who did I miss? Uh, we, we, um, ECAC. No, that would be Quinnipiac. Oh yeah, that's right. You got them. Um, again, Lake Superior State. Okay, those teams would be seeded one through six. So BU would be one, Michigan State would be two, Quinnipiac three, uh, Saint Cloud four.
1: Right? Yeah, we right. keep
0: point R I T right. What you're RIT saying five. is in,
1: in lack of in lack of eight conferences,
0: the last two spots would be filled by the top two right. in the pairwise. So the, the seven it. and eight seeds, based on the pairwise, mm-hmm. would be Boston College would be the seventh seed, and Wisconsin. another in first. Uh, Maine would be the would be the eight seed.
1: Uh, you confused me now. You confused
0: everybody. <laughs> okay. No, well, BC. I is, get your point. I would get your be point. The seven seed and st- would get home ice in the first round, <laughs> and the second. You know, and the, and the other at large team to get a. First round at home would be Maine. Then, I
1: know, I know what you are saying. It, 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 and it makes total sense. It really does. But again, we're talking about that. That makes as much sense as anything else we've talked about tonight. And we highly doubt that any of it will ever happen. Well, because, sad as it is,
0: again, because you know, people say, "Well, how could you have like superior and?" In- and and Sacred Heart have have a home series of the year scenario. They won their conference. Reward the winners of the conference. Conference winners take priority in seeding. And reward the independent tournament winner. Well, we're, again, I've we're, just Play an
1: independent tournament. Reward the winner.
0: We're, again, we're we're, we're 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 that's a separate discussion. <laughs>
1: reward the winner of the independent cup
0: i'm just based give on the scenarios spot. that exist give them a spot well again i'm not against that i'm just <laughs> but we're talking anyway. about home re we're, we're still talking about home
1: regionals yep okay. and somehow even when we start late we manage to run late
0: <laughs> and i'm sure we're gonna get i'm sure that i will personally get grief from people <laughs> uh about harping on it the, but there's just you know these articles and these comments have come out in the last two or three days how can we not talk
1: about it yep now we just wish that the people the powers that be talk about it and not only talk about it but they make some changes we've been so. told uh, for a long time that that the conversations happen when they gather but nobody takes action so time to take action folks
0: i agree Take it away. From the NCHC.TV studios, Behind the Mask College Hockey West Weekly, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. By the NCHC and NCHC.TV, Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Tag creative group. Search Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with three locations, two in Tempe, one in Top. at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, Hockey Education and Faith with Equal Passion at liberty.edu. College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the West.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Help others find the show by subscribing, rating, and reviewing them. At ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Mass College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done,
1: as always, my friend. We'll say goodnight, little Roger Klein, the Peacemaker, De Niro. Good night, everybody.
0: Good night.